Today on Locked on Rockies, the Rockies win their third series in a row. A lot of things have turned around for the Rockies over the past couple of weeks. But when you're looking for one big thing, arguably, maybe, possibly the biggest thing for the Rockies, it comes down to defense. You are Locked on Rockies, your daily Colorado Rockies podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Rock on Rockies fans, welcome into the Locked On Rockies podcast, a nightcast edition for your 10th of May here in the year 2023. I am your host of the Locked On Rockies podcast, Paul Holden, bringing you your daily Colorado Rockies talk right here on the Locked On Podcast Network, where you can find your team every day. Today's episode is brought to you by eBay Motors. A championship team is about each player being a perfect fit. Same with your vehicle. So for parts that fit, head to eBay Motors and look for the green check. Stay in the game with eBay Guaranteed fit ebaymotors.com let's ride folks the colorado rockies are are riding a nice little solid streak not a necessarily big win streak but three series wins in a row and i want to highlight a few of the reasons but i want to highlight i think the biggest reason or one of the biggest reasons and it was an example again in uh, today's game and throughout this series with the Pirates. There's multiple things you can point at from players turning their seasons around a little bit from their first month into their second month, the Rockies scoring more runs on offense. But I want to talk more about the fact that the Rockies are playing clean defense. Not only clean defense, but the defense that gets the job done. The defense that comes up clutch in certain situations. The small things that help the Rockies win ballgames. Over this successful stretch of the of the three series wins against the, uh, the Brewers, the Pirates, and the Mets, the Rockies have committed one error. They've only commit one error in their entire uh, the, this stretch of winning baseball. And that shows exactly why the Rockies are winning. The Rockies were throwing games away. The Rockies were giving up free runs. The Rockies were shooting themselves in the foot over and over and over again with bad defense, multi-error games, games where the Rockies were causing issues for themselves. When you go back to that Diamondback series and when you look at there's an error in the 11-4 to loss. There is an error in the 9-1 to loss. Go back to the uh, the Guardians series. You know, the Rockies actually were successful there, but in the loss for the Rockies in that series, an error plays a role there. So it's clear when the Rockies play clean defense and when the Rockies keep the errors off the board, it's another way of preventing free guaranteed runs or free opportunities for teams. And how do you beat good competitive teams how do you get the advantage how do you win four three ball games against the pirates and other teams how do you win uh bounce back from from uh the the those those shutout losses that you experienced against the mets and the pirates well it's not just offense the Rockies have to play solid defense, and that's what they did. They steal an out against the Mets with heads-up defense from Ezekiel Tovar and Chris Bryant there on Daniel Vogelbach. They're able to catch five Pirates stealing. I think it got it. Was it up? Maybe up to six Pirates stealing in this series. And the team also gets a huge throw from Brenton Doyle from center field to home. Defense is critical. Defense is so important, and it is a crucial part of success. 
a big reason why the Rockies were being were so bad was because the team's defense. The team at one point was leading the league in errors. I think that's probably changed. Uh, let's let's see here. Uh, bum, bum, bum. Let's take a quick look here. Okay, the uh, let's see. Well, that's that's errors per game. No, I just want straight errors here. Hopefully, this will give me this. Okay. Uh, it's not in order. I don't know why. There we go. Now it's in order. Uh, the Rockies have committed 22 errors on the season. This is according to lineups.com. Now the Rockies are are still probably within the top 10, but uh, the Angels, Giants, Athletics, Red Sox, Braves, Pirates, Marlins, Nationals all have more. Well, Nationals are tied with the Rockies currently uh, in the errors column. And uh, let's look at the bottom here. Padres, Mets, Mariners, Diamondbacks, Royals, Phillies, all, all bottom of the league in errors. So it's not necessarily, oh, if you commit errors, you're going to lose. There are good teams here that are, are playing good baseball that are bouncing back. But it shows. It shows that the Rockies get are getting better on defense the trend instead of the Rockies continuing to trend downwards uh on the uh on the, in terms of defense and committing errors the Rockies are getting better and uh, you know part of this is it's it's a move that's still a little that that has will have long-term implications but you can't argue that the defense has gotten better since Ryan McMahon has moved to, to third base Ezekiel Tovar has certainly been uh, shown and, and showed his caliber on defense and uh, Alan Treo and Harold Castro have been playing solid ball as well so when the Rockies play clean defense, when the Rockies are confident in their defensive abilities, that is a a huge flip because it keeps you in games. It helps get you out of there, and it beefs up the important things that your the, the it beefs up and enhances the philosophy of Rockies pitching, which is more often than not pitch to contact. According also here to lineups.com, the Rockies have turned 37 double plays. That puts them within the top five of double plays turned here uh, this year. Interesting enough, no, the, the the rest of the teams in the uh, in the top five here all have committed over 20 errors this year. Marlins at 41 double plays uh, have committed 24 errors. Braves, 24 errors to 38. Angels, 27 errors to 38. And the Rockies, 22 errors to 37. So the, clean, the, the cleaning up of the defense is a huge key factor into why the Rockies are playing better baseball. They need to keep it up. They need to keep it consistent because good defense, smart, clutch defensive plays are going to help you win close ball games like the Rockies have seen over this stretch. And uh, it's 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 usually a strength for the Rockies is defense. So it's good to see the Rockies go back to that and has, have been playing some solid defense. We saw some big plays, diving plays in the outfield as well. The Rockies defense has certainly improved, and that is certainly a, uh, a sign of why this team has uh, turned it around for now. Unfortunately, though, the news of the day today and unfortunately, what you are uh, uh, are <laughs> uh, it, the Rockies could be facing another catastrophic injury diagnosis when it comes to their pitching staff, and uh, we got to talk about that here coming up in segment number two. 
of today's episode of Locked on Rockies. That is after I tell you about our friends at So Rare. So Rare is the place that is going to revolutionize your fantasy baseball experience. You've seen the ads on the TV. You see people. This is a way for you to buy in and try something new and get in. What's your favorite part of MLB The Show? Oh, it's getting the cards. It's doing all that stuff. It's building your team with the cards and bringing your that that love of card collecting to the digital world. Unlike fa- other fantasy baseball platforms, so rare managers truly own their fantasy experience. Collecting, buying, selling and competing with player cards against global opponents to win epic rewards. What are those epic rewards you might ask? Well, those they could be so rare scarcity cards, game tickets, merchandise, signed jerseys and VIP experiences like meeting your favorite MLB stars. Head to sorare.com/lockedon. That's spelled S O R rare.com to draft your team of free player cards set your lineup and start competing today to win those epic rewards again that's so rare.com slash locked on so rare.com slash locked on to start playing today this is the locked on rockies uh, podcast hanging out here on a wednesday night not usually this late at night but that means we get people still tuning in 24 7 rockies coverage right here on the locked on podcast network kind of 24 7 meaning i get you a podcast today we chit chat we talk we dive into live chat you can be part of the show when you subscribe to locked on rockies on youtube you are helping the show you can be part of the show just like joel degrace 13 x am 13 are also hanging out in the live chat tonight. Um, Let's answer a couple of these questions here. How about that throw from Doyle? Mwah! Excellent defense. I mean, and and the, the new guy, Austin Wims, has been proven well. I mean, it's so impressive what Rocky's catching is doing when it comes to throwdowns and getting outs at second base. That's not even, we didn't even talk about that in segment number one. The catcher's ability of the Colorado the, the Rockies catcher's ability to pick runners off to stop enemy or teams in their tracks when it comes to stealing has been huge and it's another it, as much as I believe the future of baseball is base stealing well that means the defense against stealing has to get better and for Elias Diaz to be like throwing have a 50 like to be 50 percent on his throwdowns for the Rockies to have uh uh, to given up 16 stolen bases and, and catching 15 at the same time, man, that uh, you can't even, that is huge. And that's a huge way to prevent teams, especially a division rival like the Arizona Diamondbacks, from building momentum and doing what they did to you at Coors Field. Diamondbacks definitely did run it all over, and the Pirates certainly wanted to do that so they could jumpstart their offense against the, uh, the Rockies. But great Defense from the catching position helps out. And again, we saw it again today with the throw from Doyle there to uh, to Austin Wims. Uh, 13XM, playoffs this season for the Rocks? Whoa, buddy. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> as much as we've been excited, as much fun as this has been, and as much credit as the Rockies are due for turning things around, this team's got a long hill to climb to back to that. And this team, again, facing another huge issue. Forearm tightness for Antonio Sensatella, who leaves the game early. He only has about gets one start and gets this uh, about halfway through this start before leaving here. So uh, we are hearing from uh, Patrick Saunders here on Twitter. Uh, Antonio Sensatella tells him that the tightness in Soros is in the bottom of his forearm near the elbow. He admitted he's worried he'll be examined tomorrow. Tightness in the elbow. At that part of the arm, 
near the bottom of the elbow. Senza needs Tommy John. I mean, that's what you that's that's what you infer. If your pitcher comes out and can't pitch because of forearm tightness that is especially down towards the elbow, Tommy John is at the top of your concern. And when you hear Antonio being concerned, when you hear the Rocky being with him leaving and departing after two and two thirds inning, it's got all of the signs of an issue here. This is an absolute uh, huge alarm for the Rockies just when they were getting one piece of their pitching rotation back to being healthy it could be lost for the year that will mean the Rockies are even more desperate for starting pitching depth and will have to consider every option possible here reading from uh, trade MLB trade rumors over here the Rockies are already without top starter Herman Marquez We've also released right-hander Jose Arena, who and uh, Noah Davis has been on the injured list in uh, due to inflammation in the right elbow. If Senza misses any time, the Rockies' rotation will be down to Kyle Freeland, Austin Gomber, Ryan Feltner, and Connor Siebold. Peter Lambert uh, certainly going to be an option for sure. Uh, the Rockies are gonna have to do something. The Rockies are going uh, to 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 be to be active on the waiver wire. The Rockies are going to have to go look for a free agent. They cannot. They're unless they're going four man rotation which I highly doubt is the plan because I doubt that they're going to bring Peter Lambert back into the starting role sooner at, at, at this point in time. I think they're going to continue to use Peter Lambert for a long relief and, and to continue to build him up after his injuries and hopefully they can get him back and running for the long term versus something that they just need to fill in for this season. Uh, some interesting points here again here from MLB Trade Rumors. Available options outside the organization are few and far between, though a handful of veteran arms were recently designated for assignment the Rays designated Chase Anderson Luis Sessa and Chase DeYoung were designated by the Reds and Pirates uh and of course Madison Bumgarner still lurking Michael Pineda Chris Archer Mike Miner Dallas Keuchel all uh also still free agents but would need some time to ramp up as well tough man this is tough. This is a, a a moment for the Rockies that is going to prove very hard to overcome. This is a team that uh, has, has a, basically exhausted almost every option they have when it comes to replenishing starting pitching depth at this moment. So uh, the fallout of this is going to be the Rockies having to make a move, uh, freeing some roster space, doing this, that, and the other thing. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe maybe Senza, it is just a little thing. Maybe maybe something like that. It'll work out. But but the warning signs for Senza are all there, and it would be a really tough blow for Senza. You'd have to really feel bad for Antonio Senzatella if right after he recovers from his ACL, he is now given Tommy John. He has to deal with Tommy John. Two incredibly long recovery processes that uh, have uh, drastic impacts on your uh, career and since it was a uh, you know looking to be efficient and, and look to be effective for the Rockies there even in that limited amount of time that we saw him so the injury to Antonio Senzatella is going to push this team into a you have no other choice but to make a move you have no other choice but to go out and get someone and I mean again this makes the the likelihood of a possible Madison Bumgarner or any of those other uh, free agents or or DFA players that we talked about 
a possibility, absolutely. Um, but because uh, it's going to be hard, even I think, to convince some of these free agents. Hey, you want to bounce back? Come pitch in Colorado for a team that uh, is playing good now, but uh, wasn't so great to start the season. Uh, the chat said this multiple times. Julio Tehran, uh, there it is who they are. Uh, some hope for the Rockies, but uh, we'll we'll have to see. I mean, they're. they're, they're this would have to be, uh, again, the Braves probably are someone that is going to be a little bit more difficult uh, to to uh, trade with, especially for a guy that uh, has uh, – actually, is it, yeah, he's in the minor league system currently for the, the, the Padres. So so not doing anything. So, so certainly could be uh, could be an option, uh, but uh, that would now require a trade since he does have a minor league contract that he signed there with the Padres. So not so easy as to, to just go and uh, and get him. But uh, again, uh, to recap here uh, from Patrick Saunders, Antonio Sensatella tells me that the tightness and soreness is in the bottom of his right forearm. Again, this is tells Patrick Saunders, not me. Uh, is in the bottom of his right forearm near the elbow. He admitted he's worried. He'll be examined tomorrow. Uh, prepare for the worst when it comes to that diagnosis is all I can say. Warning signs certainly there. Uh, Rockies have handled the injuries so far, but as this season goes on again, this is going to be, uh, uh, kind of an issue for the Rockies going forward. The starting rotation continues to be the big question mark, but the, the, the starters, uh, so far have, uh, been able to, to, manage here and there manage of late again rockies very solid ball i believe over there uh, uh their last 10 the uh the rockies are eight and two uh here for the for the rockies here we're currently let me let me double check my math on that let me double check my math on that one two three four five six seven eight nine ten indeed the rockies are eight and two over their last 10 they go uh they are now in philly uh, or back home, I guess uh, I, I should say, against Philly and Cincinnati coming up here for uh, a nice homestand day off for the Rocks tomorrow. Let's take a look ahead. Let's take a look at what worked in the Pirates series as well as we head to segment number three of the Nightcap edition of Locked on Rockies. That's all coming up and so much more on today's episode. Want to thank you for making Locked On Rockies your first listen of the day. I know today was late and hard to make it your first listen if you indeed waited until uh, late tonight to listen to anything because you can't listen to anything first other than Locked On Rockies. I appreciate you. But if you made time to listen to us tonight, if you make time to listen to us on your drive-in tomorrow morning, appreciate that as well. Sometimes the schedule gets a little wacky and, uh, you know, we just got to roll with it around here. But. While we are concerned about the removal of Antonio Sensatella, uh, and uh, while we have highlighted the great improvements on defense that the Rockies have made leading to this 8-2 and two run, we can't neglect that the fact that the Rockies are getting it done when it comes to hitting, and the Rockies getting it done in a close game today. What My favorite thing about watching the game today was the Rockies navigated multiple high-leverage situations and got out of them without giving up the big inning. The Pirates certainly had multiple opportunities and chances to blow this game open, especially when they take a 3-0 lead there after three innings, and the Rockies have to are losing their starter early, much earlier in the game than they anticipated. 
However, the Rockies are able to do things, chip away slowly but surely to just do the right things, getting on base and striving in runs. And and, and that's, that goes to show it. Jerkson Profar with the hit. Crone with the hit. Gritchick with the hit. McMahon with the hit. Wins with the hit. Trail with two hits. Doyle, unfortunately, no hits. But then Charlie Blackman comes in, gets a hit, uh, as well as a walk there uh, for, for him. Good, clean, pick-me-up baseball. That's exactly how the Rockies have been winning lately. It's, it, and it's What was so impressive, especially of this stretch, was it was on the road. This team struggles mightily on the road, has struggled a ton on the road historically. And it didn't really start off this year uh, as anything different when this team went on the road. Uh, this is a team that uh, that 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 uh, certainly had opportunities in Philly, but 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 uh, didn't handle business. But they were able to win a series against the Guardians. Then they were able to come and and, and now this team has won three straight series on the road. Something you don't get to say very often about the Colorado Rockies is their success on the road. That's a that's that's a big change. Winning three straight series in on on the road. I mean, that's something you have not been able to say about the Rockies. I I don't think in two three seasons. This team does not play good consistent baseball out on the road, but that is key to the turnaround right now. Rockies are still six games below 500. Still in last place in the NL West. Still have a ton of work to do, but just like cleaning things up on the defense, making yourself a threat and going out on the road and, and in the ability to not only win games, but score runs and win the close game. Those are all three things that the Rockies don't usually do on the road. So that's massive. That's a great sign. When you're looking for the big things and what's working for the Rockies right now is this team is not dreading the road. This is a team that isn't that doesn't sit there and and it doesn't seem like it's buying fully into just a course field to split because this team's playing much better on the road than it is at home currently. Something that's crazy. That's usually a crazy thing to say for the Rockies. But every successful Rockies season, and I know this isn't a crazy take, but every successful Rockies season also means success on the road. So, while it might not pan out for much during this season, if the Rockies can continue to be a strong road team throughout this season, winning series, playing good ball, stealing some games here and there, that's a great sign. That's a sign that the cur- the curse of the road, especially of the past two seasons especially, is is improving, is and that this team is making an adjustment, is getting better outside of Coors Field, which is going to be massive for the success of this team going forward. This great to good stretch of Rockies baseball continues. It's going to be again tested, and the Rockies are going to have opportunities to continue this stretch because it's 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 not as threatening. This next stretch of ball, at least the next two series, you feel a little bit better. But when you see Texas, Miami, New York, Arizona, that's a little bit tougher. Miami is a sneaky good team and is a team that's always played the Rockies well. Mets looking for some revenge, certainly, and Texas has played very, very well to start this season. So Philly, still a team trying to organize things. They just got a heck of a lot better. They're on a win streak as well. So if the Rockies want to continue, it's time to start handling business at home now. Take that momentum. Take this all, and let's have the best homestand of the season. You know, you swept the Brewers. Now do it again, or at least beat the Phillies at home and take down the Reds as well. You win these series. You win these two series here. Rockies currently six games below 500. Rockies have six games against, you know, 
The Rockies, if they if they go 500 at home or if they go above 500, they're only you know three four games uh, out of uh, out of a uh, out of first or out of a out of a spot there. So uh, you know, or, or out of 500, I should say. So certainly options, opportunity, possibilities for the Rockies to continue to uh, to, to to go and uh, to get better, but. The challenge is going to be awaiting them again. This is another stretch of the season where if the Rockies are to show that things are really turning around, that this team is as competitive as they're, as they're led to, uh, led, uh, leading us to believe, or at least the front office is leading us to believe, you got to take, continue to beat the bad teams, continue to beat these teams in their own ballpark, but then again, take it on and make it so the Rockies are the threat at home. FNL Aviator says, my take also is have that mentality where it's like we have nothing to lose because we have seen the worst and it can't get any worse than projected. So why not play and have fun when we can? I think the Rockies are playing a much more loose baseball, a much more relaxed baseball, and that leads to a much more confident baseball and a successful game. This is a Rockies team that is starting to meld, to gel a little bit, to build some relationships, and uh, we're seeing production as a result of that. Folks, off day for the Rockies tomorrow. We'll be uh, pre continuing to preview things, continuing to break down all things Colorado Rockies, so don't miss out on all the fun. Subscribe to Locked on Rockies. Be part of the live chat, just like Joel DeGrace, 13XM13, and FNL Aviator tonight. Subscribe to Locked on Rockies YouTube channel. Be part of the show. Follow all your favorite Colorado sports with the Locked on Buffs, Locked on Avalanche, Locked on Nuggets, and did I miss Locked on Acid? I, mean, I think I got everybody. Nuggets, Broncos, Avs, Buffs, everybody. They got it covered on the Locked On Podcast Network. Folks, until next time, this has been Paul Holden, and this is the Locked On Rockies Podcast.